0: Bo- broke both my legs when I was eight months pregnant and had casts up to the knee on both legs, one pink and one blue, because we didn't know what we were having, and uh, had to go through labor, delivery, caring for a newborn, trying to care for the house and myself while hobbling along on a walker. And so that basically s- gave me the confidence to, hey, if I can get through this with my sense of humor intact, I can do anything and started yeah. my first business. Right. So the first business went great. I was a complete solo entrepreneur, solo. I was, I called myself a superhero solopreneur. I did everything myself can't outsource. You can't outsource stuff. What if they don't do it? Like I do. What if, right, what if they don't right. understand? You can't do that. I can't do, I have to train. I can't train them. No, I just, you know, into my own world thinking I was the best and only one until 2008 hit. We all know what happened in 2008 mm-hmm. down by revenue by half the first year down half again, the second year Basically looking at myself in $60,000 in debt, going, what the hell am I going to do now? Um, Liquidating, as my husband frequently reminds me, (laughs) the uh, 401ks and the savings and getting ourselves out of that and and then going, all right, what am I going to do? And chasing every squirrel after that because my identity was wrapped up in that business. If it failed, then I fail. All branding is personal. And it's
1: not about who you say you are. It's about who you are and how you say it. I'm Hirsch Repu, copywriter, comedian, and brand voice expert. I've helped hundreds of companies fine tune their messaging. And now I'm sitting down with some of the most ambitious and imaginative founders around who share their seven figure stories and their next figure goals. Let's hit the brand voice runway. Taking a spin down the brand voice runway today is Mary Catherine Johnson, also known as MK. You can call her MK as well. She's a fractional CMO for SaaS startups, and she helps them launch. She acquires a, a rev share in equity and also helps freelancers and no code builders create their own mini SaaS products and companies through a monthly membership called ACE, Automated Conversational Entrepreneur. And what I also want to share with you is her motto. MK's motto is, if not now, when? And that's something that infuses every aspect of her work life, her business, her personal life. And it's something she really likes to share and teach and help others succeed. And it kind of gives her this success optometrist moniker of sorts, which is to help others see 2020 in their business life, which I love. And welcome to the show, MK.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Hirsch. I really appreciate being here. Absolutely cannot wait to have a conversation.
1: Fantastic to have you. I want to start with some, uh, I always ask people, I don't always bring this up, but I always ask people for some possible titles for the episode. And I was very taken with yours and I want, is it okay if I share them, your your potential titles? Please. So one was what not to do to create your next figure brand voice. And then in parentheses, stumble around with folks without focus for 20 years chasing squirrels. But that was the first title. Another. <laughs> uh, let's even just start with that one. We'll get to all three, but go, go tell us a little bit about that.
0: Oh, my goodness. Let's see if I can encapsulate that in the span of 30 seconds. Let's see. So. I broke my legs when I was eight months pregnant, broke both my legs when I was eight months pregnant and had casts up to the knee on both legs, one pink and one blue, because we didn't know what we were having and uh, had to go through labor, delivery, caring for a newborn, trying to care for the house and myself while hobbling along on a walker. And so that basically gave me the confidence to, hey, if I can get through this with my sense of humor intact, I can do anything. And started my first business, right? So the first business went great. I was a complete solo entrepreneur, solo. I called myself a superhero, solopreneur. I did everything myself. Can't outsource. You can't outsource stuff. What if they don't do it like I do? What if they don't understand? You can't do that. I can't do, I have to train. I can't train them. No, I just, you know, into my own world thinking I was the best and only one until 2008 hit. We all know what happened in 2008. Mm -hmm down by revenue uh, by half the first year, down half again the second year, basically looking at myself in $60,000 in debt, going, what the hell am I going to do now? Um, Liquidating, as my husband frequently reminds me, (laughs) the uh, 401ks and the savings and getting ourselves out of that, and then going, all right, what am I going to do? And chasing every squirrel after that, because my identity was wrapped up in that business. If it failed, then I fail. And trying to basically run from that idea for the next about probably, let's say, 2012 to 2017. So, you know, five years until I finally cleaned all that stuff up in my head, realized, no, I'm not my business. I can serve people. I don't have to chase all these other things to chase my identity. I can pick one and build a business out of it. And that's what I did with my first agency, with my only agency, Messenger Funnels, where I built chatbots, built messenger chatbots for companies as a high-ticket, high-touch agency. And yeah, so pretty much from 2003 to 2000, basically to 2023, with a little bit in that agency, with about six years in that agency of focus... Finally, in that agency, I found that focus and created the success that I needed. But from the time that my first business in 2008 and self-publishing, you know, I mean, just chasing, I chased so many of those squirrels and caught them for a little bit and then let them go and went on to the next one. And yeah, that did not bring success.
1: Yeah. And I think that apart from the double broken legs during pregnancy, we can relate to much of that. The other title you had was the 20-year next figure brand journey, which I get now. You can condense into two, into two. The mindset, innovation, and strategies I learned to finally focus and create a brand voice. So that's a nice segue. I could have you actually create all of the chapters for all of the episodes here. You know, that
0: might be what you've been looking for. <laughs> yeah. That might be the thing that you're trying to yeah. kidding. Yeah no it really and that's really what I'm talking about there is the agency when i finally focused when i finally figured out that hey just do one thing and if that whole fomo and all the you know terminology we all know and love let it go let it go stay focused on this you got this and and the way i determine which one to focus on is what grabs me by the throat and will not let go and that first business grabbed me by the throat and would not let go. The agency and chatbots and this whole technology automation grabbed me by the throat. I could not, I I had to learn. I had to do, I had to figure it out. I had to be in that. I loved it. And once I did that, and I focused on that one thing and let all the other stuff go, because many other squirrels came by my path, and it was really right. hard to not chase them. But once I did that, I mean, there's the brand voice. I was known as, and I didn't give this name to myself, my community, the people I, com- I connected with gave it to me, they called me the chat bot mom. <laughs> because number one, I'm a, a bit older than most of them. <laughs> and, you know, I had that, whatever that feeling was, you know, that I was taking yeah. care of them and trying to help them develop and figure this stuff out. So that was it. I went, I was asked to go on stages because I had great results. And, you know, this is the way I communicated. And it was just, it, that was my brand. I was the chat bot mom.
1: And you didn't have to overthink it because you were it. And I think a lot of people go through this where we overthink what the, and this is what I'm telling people that, you know, you're doing a lot of more work than you need to do by trying to create an image based on something that isn't really there, you know? And when something is there, pay attention to it. If you don't like it, fix it, but pay attention to it regardless. The third one is, can you reach the next figure you really like the next figure thing, huh? My next figure. <laughs> I used it's to your say, show. <laughs> well, I used to say eight figure. Yes. Next figure really has more heft to it. It's like whatever my next goal is. It could be exactly. a, a million people that I want to impact. That's a figure, you know. Yeah. So can you reach the next figure without a clear brand voice and vision? Category design and AI are necessary in 2023 and beyond to create a successful brand. Okay. Very interesting. From the chatbot mom to mm-hmm. talking about AI in 2023. And so let's take those in pieces, category design.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell, tell us about that.
0: You know, to be honest, that's basically brand 2.0. So here's okay. the difference between category and brand. And you can do this for, to be a category of one, or you can do this to be a category as a company. There's a, a, an incredible book that basically has spawned a series of mini books and many books. It's called Play Bigger.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And this book basically introduces that concept of category design. And of course, it references some of the huge categories. And these are companies, and you can use this for individuals or for brands as well, but these are companies who basically set the tone. They set the thing. Even if let's say an industry or niche has already existed, let's say search with Google, right? Search already existed. Remember, Anybody ever remember Ask Jeeves, right? <laughs> yep. It existed, but Google came along. And basically owned the category of search and basically became a verb, right? Right. So you Google it. Nobody is saying you ask Jeeves anymore. Right. So that's a category. And the way they do that is not by just being better, faster, cheaper, smarter, any er. They did it by being different. So here is what I'm doing now beyond the chat bots, beyond the agency. It really is helping people and brands leverage what you just said about being a brand and the thing that is in front of your face and deciding if you're just going to accept the thing organically that's in front of your face. So if you leverage The uniqueness of you, the uniqueness of your experience, of your knowledge, of your passions, all those things. And it can be the same thing for a brand, for a company to create a category like Google. You leverage that. You have no competitors. So how many other people do you know or have you ever heard of that were eight months pregnant and broke both their legs? Right. None. (laughs) None. So I say that. (laughs) I say that. Yeah, Yeah. And it immediately sets me apart from anyone because I had an experience no one else that you know had. Not that I'm great for it. I mean, it was pretty darn clumsy, to be honest. Yeah. wasn't like I was skiing with eight-inch heels, right? Yeah. It, it was really a long story, but anyway you know, I have that. And that experience taught me something that I cannot let go, that I bring through everything I look at. Every single experience we've had, every choice we've made, every knowledge that we've acquired makes us who we are. And we can take that and be unique with it in our brand. And you can build a huge company. I don't choose to do that. I choose to support other people who want to build huge companies, but I do have a very unique category brand, a category, not just a brand voice, not just a list of descriptions that you can have in a bio. This is really beyond that. And everything I talk about, talks about mindset, talks about innovation, and then it talks about strategy and and actually tactics uh, and systems. So it's like a can't miss, right? Mindset, innovation, and strategy and systems. I can't miss when I have that. And that's me, success optometrist. That's me. That's what I do. That's how I work when I look at people and talk to people. So it's kind of, it's brand 2.0. That's what category is.
1: Yeah, very well said. So if you would share a little bit about the trajectory of your business going into this last year.
0: Yeah, I just have to be honest here. The desire, my desire for newness for different, some something new is very strong. I don't know if you've been familiar with or been introduced to the concept of human design. Yes. Uh, okay, so I know this about myself, always have, never had a name for it, right? So I woke up one day, it's COVID, looking around, these crazy things are happening in life and basically thinking, all right, I have a choice. I can work anywhere. I can work from anywhere because everything I do is online via Zoom or, you know, at a conference or anything like that. So what do I want? What do I want to wake up in this house? My husband and I have a house, had a house 27 years, raised our two sons, beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous yard. He did so much work. We remodeled, blah, blah, blah. Beautiful place. It's in a a track home neighborhood in a subdivision. And I look at that and go, is this really where I want to die? Am I going to live in this house till I die? Yeah. And I imagined that. And I said, and then if if that's the case, am I just going to go travel for two weeks every year, actually for fun, for, you know, to experience new things? Is that really what I want? And I know there are many options within that scenario, right? So don't make me, you know, don't don't uh, mis- misunderstand. I'm not saying that's my only option and that's what was going to happen. But I looked at that and went, I really don't want to do that. I want to experience new things. I want to experience new cultures. I want to, I've lived out in the middle of nowhere, which is kind of where I am right now as a kind of a home base. I've lived in a suburb. I haven't really lived in a city I've visited cities and love the energy, love the, depending on which one it is, but still cities I've visited, I've enjoyed. I want to experience other cultures. So talked to my husband, took him quite a bit of time to get on board with that. But we just sold our home of 27 years in June of 2023. We're using my father-in-law's house as a home base and I'm in the middle of getting my Italian citizenship so that i can live anywhere in any eu or it's actually a a schengen i think it's called country and for any length of time and because i have that ability and my youngest son is very interested in living in norway and he said mom the only way i can do that is if you're an eu citizen and then you i become an eu citizen and then i can go and i'm like oh i didn't even think about that my son taught me something incredible and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I'm in the process of getting that. When I do that, my sons, both of them, because it's through uh, ancestry, through your blood. And since they're my sons, they have it as well. And then we can go live. And i am got to be honest with you, Hirsch, I'm going to be 60 in, in next month in September. And so I'm looking at, okay, 10 years. I can't imagine retiring, whatever that means. I really yeah. have no yeah, clue what that means. <laughs> so, but I can't imagine. I love what I'm doing. So Ten years, I'll give myself, and during that ten, years, and of course, I don't have grandkids. My kids are twenty-two and twenty-five, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I have grandkids, sorry, I'm here, <laughs> I'm wherever yeah. they are, it's where I will be. So, I have a very limited amount of time to do this. At least in my book, in my eyes, there are many ways I can do it. Please understand, I'm not an absolutist. Right? This is the only way. But for me to not have worry about what's happening at home, meaning my children in terms of their children being raised whenever they have them. I want to go do this, man. I want to yeah. get out there and experience as many different cultures. I want to learn the language, be in the culture, not just visit for two weeks and see the tourist sites and go back home to my track home. Not, tra- not the track homes are bad. They served me beautifully <laughs> to raise those children. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: It was in a cul-de-sac. It was absolutely third of an acre, private, beautiful. I'm ready for something new. I'm ready. You want to talk about category? I'm ready to create a new category for me personally.
1: Yes. Nice. Well, you know, I told I told you already, MK, that like my wife and I have been talking about this kind of thing. I think that we both have that. We have that in common, which is it's not what I would consider a restlessness. Like if you live in a house for 27 years, that's not restlessness. You're no, you know. We've lived in Los, we lived in Los Angeles for well we both both of us lived there for 15 years you know total probably each of us and then here in Iowa where she's from for about 8 years and then you know who knows where else we our kids are still at home the ones in high school but there are older kids that are elsewhere in the world and in the states and and beyond the states and a grandchild so it's like you know there's a lot to choose from and i think it's just this idea of the as you described it the 2 week vacation thing is not the answer for Mm. us, for our thing. And when you talked about human design, I don't know so much about it. We'll take a guess at it. I think, would you call yourself a generator or no? No, I'm a
0: a projector.
1: Oh, projector. That's what it is. I think I may be a generator. I think I might be a generator. A projector.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and really what that means, at least from the limited knowledge I have, is that- I see. Here's the success optometrist. And I never understood why. I see others. I, I really see into them. I understand them. I can see very quickly and clearly who they are, wh- what they what they're how they act in terms of what they want. I can see that very clearly. And the purpose of me seeing them is so I can see myself. Mm. So I can grow. Okay. So my energy comes from others right i'm projecting myself into them so that i can see who they are and get that energy and get that understanding of myself and it's the way I, I just look at conferences i or if i'm teaching an event i can do a all day event and it can be an all day event and i could be on all day for 3 days and i when i'm on and i do these boot camps right when i'm on that boot camp and i am on and i'm giving and i'm listening and i'm seeing what everybody's doing, i am I am high. It, I can, mm-hmm. ask all, there's only way I can describe it. I am in the clouds. I can go like the energizer bunny when I'm done with that. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Just let me get something to eat and go sit down somewhere. I'm a hermit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get, I feed off of energy. I don't have a lot of my own. So in that sense, I've had to develop tools to be self-motivated. When I was going to college, things came easy to me. So why do I have to study? So I never developed right. study skills. But when I got to Berkeley, it was like, wow, crap. <laughs> now I got to really figure yeah. something out because this isn't as easy as the junior college was. So, you know, had to develop some of those skills. But naturally, I, I feed off of the energy of others. Fascinating. Projector it is. Yep.
1: Well, okay. so. Before we spend the rest of the time in the human design realm, <laughs> I always like my guests to share some of the challenges that they've faced because everybody listening is looking for solutions and looking for you know brand voice strategies or brand building. I mean, you drop some great stuff when talking about the category and the brand 2.0, but in terms of challenges and kind of forks in the road or some of those things, what would you want to share about that.
0: So let me clarify that if I can, to make sure I'm going the right direction. So are you talking about challenges like mindset wise? Are you talking about challenges like innovation in innovating the particular industry you're in to make it your own, to create a category? Or are you talking about challenges in the actual systems and strategies? Give me something to bite.
1: I will take uh, door number two, the innovation the innovation challenge, because that's-
0: Okay, the, okay. Yeah. If you didn't see, if you're listening to this, you didn't see me, I just like high-fived, them like here, punch here, in the air. Yes, here, because yeah. that's where it all is. I, I just have to be honest with you. That's innovation. I don't think of innovation as the the Steve Jobs and the Elon Musks of the world, okay? Right. For all of us regular peons, innovation means let's take, well, let give me an industry that uh, a typical listener would be in. what What is it? Uh, that a
1: typical listener would be in? It could be a SaaS business. Let's
0: use that. Okay, so a SaaS business. So you're developing, or when I think of SaaS, there's two different types of SaaS companies. I think of like the chat bots are a kind of a software as a service. Mm-hmm. We've got you know things like Bard, right, or yeah. you know Jasper or things like that. So I'll just take a standard SaaS. I'll I'll take one that I'm currently working with. It's called Relatable. It's a video interactive video relationship tool. Uh-huh. Oh. And so this they're trying to create innovation. So now video is pretty standard platform, pretty standard framework. You record a video, you put it out on social media, or you record a video and you put it in your course, right? So there's a framework that exists for using video in your marketing. Now, when we talk about, when I talk about innovation, let's take that concept and go, okay, how am I going to innovate if I'm a, let's say I'm a video SaaS, right? I'm a, you know, a company that uses video in a funnel Mm -hmm. and allows you to do that how am i going to innovate that well pretty much every framework humans can think about has already been created we just adapt it to the latest technology but you know transportation started with walking went to horses went to carriages went to trains went to cars right so it it's still transportation so video marketing is really just marketing but it's a much more visual and auditory representation so you can actually Understand the person so much better than if you just read their words, and also same with uh, podcasts. Listen to listen to their voice, but when you add the listening and the visual, if you are in in at all have any emotional intelligence, you'll be able to see the way people's faces change. You'll be able to see not just not just the tone of their voice change, but their reactions, their face, facial expre- expressions. All those things are going to impact you in that marketing. So how do we innovate video marketing? Well, where is your personality? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to choose to be a scripted, perfect background, perfect makeup for me? I just don't do that. So anyway, but are you going to do that? Are you going to have the perfect everything and have it completely edited and you know, professionally done, or are you just gonna go out and get your phone and go out into the into the yard and start talking or into your patio or your bedroom wherever and start talking and being genuine from yourself? Now, the scripted has a place. Usually, it's called YouTube. but anyway, it has a place. The majority of our conversations even the video are the latter of that those two descriptions. The majority are headed that direction because, we humans are tired of being algorithm chasers and it's already changed folks i'm just telling you right now it's already changed yes we know the algorithms there yes we know we have to uh, appease it to a certain extent but it's time to build relationships beyond the algorithm and the only way we can do that is by letting people see who we are and let them see if they relate If they actually connect, if they agree, if you're pro this, then be pro this. If you're anti this, then be anti that and state your case clearly and calmly, please. I'm not talking about the fringes. I'm talking about (laughs) your ideals, right? Your, your actual, what, what your morals, what your integrity is, be it. Believe me, there are millions of people out there who are very similar because the majority of us humans are very, very similar in our morality, in our thoughts about how the world needs to work, about being kind to other people, all the the basic fundamental things that we humans have had for millions of years. If we've been around millions, I'm sorry, if it's only hundreds of thousands, sorry. (laughs) But right, you you get where I'm going. So be real. So when I'm talking about innovation, the only way you can create relationships and going back to a SaaS product, have that SaaS product be itself, the founder has to show you who that founder is, what their mission is, what their not just core values and mission and vision and those keywords that we've talked about, but really who the heck they are and what their experience has been and let people relate to you as the founder of a SaaS program, a SaaS product, and then infuse that into the way you market the the conversations you have with people. Bring those personal parts in. And that is how you innovate a standard SaaS and just, hey, we have this product that does this, and here's the reason you need it. There's a million of them out there. Hey, this is what we believe in. We would love for you to join our mission. We think it's time to not let the algorithms control our lives, our lives as producers and our customers' lives as consumers. We think it's time to actually build human relationships at scale. Are you with us? If you are, here's the framework we use to build the relationships. Oh, and we also have a product that can help you do that. If you've
1: enjoyed this episode of Brand Voice Runway, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. The positive reinforcement keeps us going. Who am I kidding? Founders like us keep going regardless. Thanks so much for listening and make tomorrow greater than today.